Hello, hello, lads and lasses. Cheers to ya. I'm gonna pop over to the pub for a lager and some fish and chips. Then I'm gonna visit me mom's for afternoon tea before catching the derby on the tally or back at the pub. Don't be a knob or a wanker. What are you on about? Cheers, mate. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the podcast. As always, my name is Juan, here with Mark. Mm. And Kevin. Hello, hello. Hold for applause. No applause has come. There. The audience, they finally looked at the sign. They, they, they wait for the name to be said so far. We like movies. Oh, my bad. Miss Q. We like movies. There. I got you. Yeah, we had it on time there. All right. We are popping back across the pond to the south of London to review the 2023 film Rye Lane, directed by Rain Allen Miller and starring David Johnson and Vivian O'Para. Before we dive in, please remember to take a moment, depending on where you are listening or watching us from, to like, follow, subscribe, rate, and comment on our episode. This helps us move up charts on the various platforms so that others can discover us. Um, we really appreciate it. And if you want to see every rating for every movie we've done, then check out our website at welikemovies.wordpress.com. Be sure also to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and join our Facebook group, as well as if you want to contact us, it's welikemovies.sometimes at gmail.com. Links to everything will be in the description, as well as bonus features for this episode. Uh, so please, please, please share us with your friends. It's the only way we grow. All right, let me give you the IMDb public service announcement. Let me give you the IMDb synopsis for the film. It's a short one. Uh, two youngsters reeling from bad breakups who connect over an eventful day in South London. Rye Lane is directed by Rain Allen Miller in her feature film debut. The film stars David Johnson, Vivian O'Para, Poppy Allen Quarmby, Benjamin Sarpong Brony, and Karen Kareen Peter. The film was released on March 31st, 2023, and can be streamed on Hulu. It is distributed by Searchlight Pictures and was produced by DJ Films, Turnover Films, BBC Films, and BFI. It has a runtime of 82 minutes and has grossed around $1.5 million. It is mainly a streaming film, uh, at least in the U.S., uh, through Hulu. The budget for the film is unknown, but Rye Lane currently sits at a 97% critic score and the 90% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Based on Mark's face, I'm going to guess he <laughs> disagrees slightly. Um, there is no tagline for the film. Um, all right. This was my pick. Um, I knew very little about the film, except that around the time that it released, which was not too long ago, I saw uh, a good amount of people tweeting about it, some very flattering and positive things, which grabbed my attention. 
so that's why I chose it. I really enjoyed the film. It's a simple, cute, a word I don't use too often to describe a film, but it is cute, amusing, and entertaining love story, albeit an unrealistic one with an idealistic view of love. Uh, David Johnson and Vivian Opara have a lot of chemistry. The story is interesting enough, but it's really the strength of the characters and their chemistry that make this movie. The soundtrack is also really good and carries a sort of dreamlike tone throughout the film. If I wanted to dive deep into this, I could explore some of the modern commentary that the writers are making about relationships, gender roles, and masculinity and femininity, but I don't want to do that. I want to keep it surface level, and this was a fun, romantic, charming little movie. Uh, what I liked best is that at the end of the day, it's about two really quote-unquote good people. Um, that are likable and seem kind, who experience the worst and best of love and romance and then find each other through that in a moving way. It also puts something positive out into a, uh, although it might be unrealistic, but it does put out a, a uh, positive message in a rapidly darkening world. So it provides some light, which is a good thing. Uh, since we like to sandwich opinions here, I'm just going <laughs> to take a shot in the dark and invite Mark to go next uh, with his initial thoughts. So I actually used uh, the word, well, I had the word cute in my, uh, my little hot take as well. Um, I thought at the end of the day, it was a cute movie. Um, I absolutely hated the soundtrack. I thought it was a toddler mashing their hands on a keyboard and uh, putting it up on SoundCloud. And someone said, this is great. I want you to do my movie. And they said, sure. And they did the just same exact thing. Just It was just, I mean, the opening shot just with that song, I was like, what am I listening to? It was just bad. Um, but other than that, it was, it was okay. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed what I saw. Um, everyone knows that I'm not a, a romance guy. Um, so, uh, I, it was cute. It was cute. It was cute and enjoyable. Cute and enjoyable. There's some big names in that soundtrack, by the way, which is impressive for an independent film, I, but you got I, Salt and I Peppa. Think, no, but I think maybe he didn't like the score, not necessarily the soundtrack. Still. It, it, yes. The score, not, not the songs okay. because we'll get into that. Because obviously, Sign Your Name is probably one of the top jams in the world. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking like when the movie started and it's like this just noise and it's it's hitting you. And then like when they're walking and talking, the noise that's happening, like that oh, stuff. Okay. You know, the, the actual, yeah, 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 yeah. Not the, um, you know, not the, the, the songs that were actually produced and and recorded in an actual studio and not someone's garage. Uh, I will say the timeline for this episode was going to be Mark hates good music. But... <laughs> no, 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 not at all. And not, not those. I'm talking about like the, uh, the filler, yeah. the filler. Yeah. Yes. The score. Okay. All right. So I'm up next. If there was a tagline for it, it should be queer rye for the straight guy. Queer being odd, because uh, 
like it, it was an odd film. I I likened it to it's like the British little cousin of Garden State. It reminded me a lot of it. Um, <laughs> second cousin. <laughs> second cousin twice removed on the British side, something like that. Wasn't as good as Garden State. I'm not saying that at all. But it just had a, it just had a remind remind me of that. It was sweet. It was uh, it was everything I love. <laughs> so I'm like, oh great, this is all say, for the people who've been say the word, say the same word that we've said. I'm building up to it. It's um, it uh, it gave hope to like people who are like you know what we've all been like dumped or broken up with, and we're like, oh this sucks. And it would be great if this happened like in one day to someone, but it doesn't. And overall, like I said, I sat there and it was a cute movie. It was lovable. It was enjoyable. Had some had some genuine funny moments for me that I was cracking up. Uh, yeah, and I can't wait to to dive into this movie. That is the Instagram post for this movie. Cute. <laughs> no, <it's> cute. <laughs> I have cute cute times three. <laughs> That's it. Just cute. <laughs> but tell me what what you felt was so odd about it because you me? when you started off you you were very um you came out very oh. strong saying that the movie was oh very i'm with odd. you on, on that kevin it, there were some odd oh. things about the movie yeah no like and, and it's not odd in a bad way it was just odd stuff i was it was quirky like yeah like they were doing these flashbacks sure. yeah. you know what i mean um they were zooming in and like i know that penis you know what i mean and then, and then they show them peeing together like, hey, so I'm like, that was odd to me. What are you talking about, man? We used to pee together all the time. Like, well, I know you're. I could spot your penis on a wall, bro. Dueling <laughs> so, swords. So it was just, it was there was just some oddities to it. Like I said, it yeah. wasn't bad. Okay, but like there was just things that were odd about it. It, it was entertaining. Yeah, but yeah, but odd just means like different. Yeah. One of uh, one of my favorite odd things. Sorry to cut you off, Juan, but one of sorry. my favorite. Just to keep on the subject, um, there was a a moment when they're walking, uh, where our, our our two are walking throughout their date, and um, they actually make it to. A, they're walking through a park where yoga is happening, and um, tai chi. I, I think tai chi. Sure, something was happening <laughs> with a bunch of old people, which was just random. Um, but what got me the most is that. After um, our main characters were done with their little two-minute dialogue and they continue to walk on this path, there was a child on a skateboard just going down and just skateboarding going, bah, 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 bah. and then it went to the next scene. I'm like, what was that? I rewinded it back to make sure that like I I maybe I dozed off, you know, it's a romance comedy, you know, I'm not a, so I watched it again and sure enough, they finished their dialogue, they're walking off to the left, and on the right, we have a path, and a child is coming down on the skateboard. Bah, 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 bah. And then next so there are oddities in this movie. Right. <laughs> there was, there, like, one of the that, few things. That one scene where they were in Rye Lane Market and that lady was trying to get out with the balloons, and then she gets out and the six flies away. <laughs> She's okay. walking away, but then she turns to follow her. I'm like, what's that? And it doesn't follow that. It's just that, all right. Which was so, cute. Right. But I was so, like, I don't know what happened. That's the that's the thing with the whole Rye Lane title. Anyway, so they're in the market Rye Lane, right? And they're walking through and they're progressing on their date. And there is a shop in this market. 
that just sells balloons. So this lady, as they're walking up, they cut to, they, they kind of like move the focus onto this lady and her balloons. And she's walking out with probably about 30 balloons. Right. So but as she's walking out, they're popping. <laughs> okay. They're popping balloons. She's just paid for. Mm -hmm. They're popping. And then when she finally gets out, like three or four fly up, and then she walks like no big deal. For me, I'm like, yo, 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 that's five balloons, four flew yeah. away, yo. I need those back. Yeah. And <laughs> she then, was like, not a big deal. I only yeah, needed four yeah. anyways. And then Yaz turns around to follow her and just runs after her. Like, <laughs> I, I guess she was looking to save her. I don't know what she was trying to do. But yeah, yeah there was just random things like that that were just happening. But the penis thing was weird. Like, I, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I don't know friends who've seen each other's dicks. Like I don't. We're gonna we're gonna come back to that penis. Oh, we're gonna jump into that. <laughs> but uh, the, it was definitely highly stylized, uh, very quirky. Yeah. I think in some ways it had some Michelle Gondry type of influence. Is what I what mm -hmm. I kind of sensed. Um, I I agree with everything you guys have said. I don't find the Garden State comparison to be very accurate um it does kind i mean garden state is more Shuck than one day so not even there but State, the characters are a lot more trouble than affected this, no, this they is are. nothing like that but but it's the same as a quirky girl who's trying to help this one guy who's troubled and then you find out that she's not as carefree as you think like i said it's not an exact parallel you know i mean they didn't just copy paste you should you know, use one of Juan's chat whatever this I know, but like I said, you know, he's he, he he loves Garden State, so he's like no. But um, I just said there's parallels that remind me of this adventure they go on, and then they end up like liking each other, and they're trying to help each other, and the guy ends up helping the girl out to deal with her emotional problem. It's it's there if you look, bro. Reverse, okay. you know. All right, they both um, have titles. They both have credits. <laughs> Similar. Yeah. I actually think that the title Rye Lane is a slight nod to Notting Hill. Yeah, because it's the area that they're they're yeah. in, right lane. Mm -hmm. Um, but Mark, give me the uh the the let's back it up sound of the sound. All right. Uh, so at this point, we're gonna back it up. If you want to watch this and um, you don't want it spoiled, go ahead and pause this and come back. Because as you already know, if you've been following us for even just one other episode, we this go for the into newbies. everything. So as the movie starts, uh, the main character, Dom, uh, is in a bathroom stall crying over his ex. Yaz, Yaz, who is the female protagonist, walks into the bathroom because it's a unisex bathroom and um, engages with him after hearing his sobs. She peers through the bottom of the door and sees his unique pink Converse high tops. Shortly after, she spots him at the art gallery that they are at. They begin talking and courting as they move from location to location throughout the city. Dom needs to meet his ex and her boyfriend, who happens to be his best friend. Uh, that's who she cheated on him with. Um, 
uh, because they want to try to patch things up. Yaz volunteers to attend with him, but Dom politely refuses. Uh, during the dinner, things are not going well, and then out of nowhere, Yaz, Yaz barrels in, sits down, and introduces herself to them as Dom's hookup. She salvages the awkward occasion, um, and after, Dom is extremely grateful and impressed. I don't remember what, because it came up a few times. Did he call her heroic, or what was it that he said? She was? Iconic. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, that still doesn't sound right, but I'll take your word for it. No, it is. It is. It's iconic. Okay. I watched it this morning. <laughs> All right. So then he asks her about her breakup, and she says that, she broke up with her boyfriend because basically he was a douche bag. Mm-hmm. Um, she, so she wants to break into her exes to get back uh, a vinyl album, which is a tribe called Quest. Um, it's, she left it behind. Dom wants to help her. So first they have to track down whoever has a spare key, which leads them to several locations where funny things happen. They're ma- they make their way in to her ex's apartment, but then he returns and discovers them. We, th- we then learn that it's actually he who broke up with Yaz and she still hung up on him. Dom is furious that their whole friendship has been built on a lie. Um, that's where I'll stop. And all th- all good. this happens in one day, of course. <laughs> yes, a couple hours to be exact. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll say I really liked, um, am I cutting out or is it just me? It's just you. Okay. (laughs) It's my headphones, I think. Um, I like the characters. Um, I think they did a really good job with the casting. Um, apparently the actor who played Dom, um, David Johnson is from a pretty popular show or a recent show called Industry. Um, Mm -hmm. It's from England. I haven't watched it, though. Um, But I thought, you know, he did a great job. And so did Yaz. One thing that struck me, though, is Dom, Yaz, Dom, Yaz, Dom, Yaz, Dumb, Ass, Dumb, Ass. You see what's happening there? Why why did they make that choice? Why why those two names? (laughs) That did not that did not occur to me though. right now. That's that's amazing. (laughs) <laughs> Tom, yeah, it's probably Tom, it's yes. probably because they were both being dummies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was intentional, but I was like, "Wow, that's that's, that's pretty the good odds I, I, on that." Yeah, dumb. <laughs> good catch, that's Juan. <laughs> that's a fun fact right there. So, uh, one of the reasons that I said that, you know, this film kind of challenges some conventions of the classic romantic comedy formula and of traditional sort of relationship or gender roles is because the first thing that struck me was kind of how aggressively she was pursuing him in this 24-hour courtship. Did that strike either of you, fellas? Did you pick up on that? I mean, obviously she was uh, because she she makes it a point to follow him uh, to the restaurant mm-hmm. where he's meeting his ex and his ex-best friend. I don't know. I, well, obviously they're still best friends because he helps him move later on in the movie. Um, but yeah, no, I... I um, 
I thought it was weird. I wasn't expecting her to show up. I obviously I knew they were going to meet up at some point, but I figured he was going to end that little interaction with them and then catch her up somewhere else. So her popping in, I, it, it was all right. I mean, the scene itself worked out very well. I like yeah. how it played out. Um, is you know, I guess if you want to think into the whole, is it believable? Probably not. <laughs> but you know it's a movie so it's okay um but yeah I, I did like how that worked out and how she kind of um made it know but he didn't pick up on it because when they when when after, when that ended and they went outside he was just really happy about what happened and um mm -hmm. he was just like man i'll do whatever you want like i'll mm -hmm. take care of you i'll buy you food or whatever you want you know mm -hmm. it didn't seem like he was interested in her. He was just so thrilled on, on the fact that she did what she did. And he's like, let's go, you know? Yeah. And then it kind of built up from there. Just so, since we were mentioning that little get together with the ex and the friend, um, before I forget, um, I wanted to hate the, the friend who, you know, he, he, she cheated on, but dude, yeah, that right. guy was killed. That yeah. guy was killed. I'm like, I want to hate this guy. I'm like, I want to hate him, but, when he's like, dude, stepping up. And he looks like he's like, oh. I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, the man was killing everything he said. I was like, oh, man, I want to hate you, but you're so good. Did yeah, you notice he that? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Did you notice that when she was like, by the way, he swiped right on me on Tinder the other night? He goes, <laughs> I didn't swipe right on you. And then he's like, I didn't swipe right on anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still right. talking when they leave. Yeah. He's like, what? What phone? I don't got. It's, it's on sleepy mode. <laughs> yeah. No. At first, I I didn't like him because of the situation, but mm -hmm. then like as he progressed, like he just went right back into bro mode. And obviously, you know the the saying "bros before hoes," but it's a movie, <laughs> so we're we're letting it slide. Um, but yeah, and I was happy to see him later on in the movie when Dom realizes that he does need to move out of his parents' house. Um. Especially if he's a successful accountant, um, it was it was nice to see him pop up again, helping him move, and uh, you know, saying hi to the fam. But at the end of the day, I feel like, man, if 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 any of my friends did that, uh, yeah. we're we're not friends anymore. <laughs> nah, I don't care what she did, man. Uh, well, no, I, as long as the only thing I'll allow is if she drugged you. <laughs> <laughs> that's it you were passed out okay fine i'll give that to you other than that you're a d-bag like, that's it but like both his friends were d-bag because nathan the artist he's like you went to their painting party he goes i only was in a corner i only painted a little corner a door frame i, I only had one croissant stayed, and i left stayed for yeah. 45 minutes yeah. <laughs> i was like what a douche yeah, it's funny though i mean i have no problem with it but i do want to ask this question and raise this point i think it's an interesting one right so let me pick up where i left off she's pursuing him um she is uh early on and for most of the time she's the one kind of engaging him in conversation the most with questions especially at the beginning um there's several times that he tries to get away or he you know just like hey i got something to do or there or this or that um uh, unsuccessfully um, at the beginning he's the one that's crying in the bathroom stall um, usually it's something that we would see you know the female character doing um, 
then she engages with him in this vulnerable, you know, questionable situation in a bathroom. Um, and again, I have no problem with any of it. It works in this film. But uh, my question is, what do you think the reaction would be if the roles were reversed? Right. And if it was the guy in the bathroom, you know, what if it was the guy storming into that dinner, even though at that point they had already established that she really wasn't threatening. So that kind of helped the way that that played out. But I'm thinking that if it was the guy, you know, if the roles were reversed and it was the guy, there would be there would be people complaining about him harassing her throughout the day. But. If I can say something, didn't she, like, didn't explain later that the only reason she was so aggressive and seeking him out and everything was because Nathan asked her to, like, hey, keep an eye on him? I, Did I, they, I, know, I don't remember I, that detail. I think he got mad. He's like, oh, are you only hanging out with me pity because Nathan asked you? He goes, well, he asked me to keep an eye, but I actually enjoyed being with you. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, I remember yeah. that. So that, that's why at first she was so aggressively, like, she, she goes, yeah, I knew you were there. He asked me to go in, and basically, and then that's why she was sticking with him in the beginning. Yeah, then she grew to actually like him. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. It's an important detail. I still think, to a certain degree, my point stands. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm like, it's... I don't think it'd be anything different. It'd be like uh, a young adult, one of those young teeny bopper movies when it's a guy saving the girl or a korean flick it's possible but i think in this climate there would be some people that would be you know making well, I, mean, I feel like it, i feel like in any climate there's always yeah. going to be someone that's going to be pissed off there will be what? some people for everything how okay. dare she do that Here. uh oh, go ahead go ahead and and i think even her alpha femaleness was at least it showed at the end, like, it was all, like, a cover because she didn't want to admit, no, I didn't break up with him. He dumped me, and I was calling him, leaving him messages, begging him to take me back. She was just putting up that front because she didn't want to show, hey, this is who I am. I feel like crap. Nobody want to look thirsty. But <laughs> even still, like, it's it, it continues all, all the way into the end, you know, and it's just interesting. Like I well, said, I don't have, I don't well, have a problem with it, but again, she's the one that does do. the grand gesture. Yeah, well, it we just, do find her in the bathroom. It just changes a lot of things, which, again, I, I didn't think it was heavy-handed. You know, I don't think they were like, oh, we're trying to change role. I mean, there might have been some of that, but I, I think it, it worked because it it just worked in the story. And it worked for yeah. these characters. It didn't feel forced. You know, it didn't feel like the message or the agenda, if there was one, were outweighed. You know, just mm -hmm. having a really good story that had all, all all these other really good things going for it as well. So, again, mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with any of it. Huh. Um, it was good. It's just it's just I, interesting. I think it's worth noting. No, I was just say, if you look at the 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 interaction that he had with with his ex and his best friend as a whole, I mean, that went really well uh, that I mean, that that couldn't have gone any better. So if you kind of flip it and put a guy coming in to save the day with the girl, I feel like if it if it still went as well as it did, it'd probably work in the movie. But in like real life, no, I don't think that would have like 
I don't think that fly, you know, because the girl's going, oh, I don't need your, I don't need your help. Like, you know, um, but then again, we, we saw like a, a perfect situation in a movie, you know, and just everything worked out perfectly. And what she said just worked out great. They aligned perfectly. They were able to pull it off. So, you know, um, if you were to swap that and keep that same energy, I feel like it, it, it could work. Um, depending on how it goes from there on and depending on how it was before, because the interaction we had before was really good. Like they're like, you mentioned their chemistry is really good. I, I believed that they were falling low, that they were dating each other and they were just, you know, falling down this pit of, of, of love. Um, so I think that helped as well. Um, you know, if, if you can keep all that intact, I think that scene could work, potentially. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I was just saying, it was like, at the end of the day, she's just a girl standing in front of a boy, asking him to love her. So there is something that I was a little bit confused about. I should have cut you off, man. Sorry. No. I just want to get my Nanny Hill quote. I want to get my Nanny Hill quote in there. Um, Sorry. Go ahead. And there was, and maybe I missed it, but I do feel like her character had some inconsistencies that um is one of the weak points of the movie but why exactly did uh, yaz and jules break up because in her and her when she tells her side of it when she lies yeah it just it presents him as this douchebag um, i think that's all we got well, no, but I think but he then, said that's why I dubbed you because you're a crazy. Yeah, it was saying like you're crazy, yeah. um, and she's he's telling Dom like, "Hey, man, she's going to wreck your world and this or that," but it doesn't ever really show us what that means. Yeah. So I yeah. didn't really it that that breakup. I didn't really understand it. I mean, yeah, they gave us a reason, but it's it it just didn't connect. Because now, because now you're you're revealing something about a character that's extremely important, right? Um, but but it doesn't. It just kind of throws that out there and leaves it hanging. So now I'm like, I'm happy for them, but I'm like, is she crazy? <laughs> I I took that as when you're breaking up with someone, um, you tend to take the low road and insult them even if they deserve it or not um like let's say you had a perfect breakup like you just were both like man you know what this isn't working out you go on your ways and then i call you up bro i finally dumped her man she was the worst she was just she's keeping me down you know and I, i i could talk trash and um i don't know i just I feel like that was different. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Kevin, Kevin, please join me. <laughs> no, what, what I took it as is um, they were only in a relationship for a little over a year, I believe. That's what she uh-huh. said. And I don't remember that. Well, yeah, she says it because he was like, I forgot how many years, six years. Like, oh, we were just a little over a year. Mm. But mm. I remember that. I, yeah. I think what it was was it's two uh, not compatible people who were attracted to each other. She wanted something that he obviously couldn't because he was more not necessarily narcissistic but his he was just a different type of person and it she probably was trying to hold on to him 
and he's like, this isn't working out. And she was calling him, like, even afterwards, just trying to make it work, even though it wasn't. And it, like you said, we've all been in breakups. And during that breakup, you started acting different because you're trying to make this relationship still work. And you're, and you're going a little bit crazy. Yeah, or it yeah. feels like you're going crazy. And then and then when you break up, like, she met someone like Dom, who's sweet, nice, and actually, you know, cares about her. And, and she doesn't have, because I know girls who, who, if they're a nice guy, they end up breaking up with them because they don't want to be with it. Like, they want to be with a nice guy till they're with a nice guy. And they always end up with these jerks. You know what yeah. I mean? And that, that might have been her. And then she finally got to know Dom, a nice guy. She's like, hey, I actually want this. That's how I took it. They're like, from his point of view, she's crazy, man. She's going to ruin your life. She doesn't want to do anything, blah, blah, blah. She only wants to do this, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And for her, like, I think the part where she said he was a narcissistic person, that t she believed that because he couldn't like meet her love needs and she couldn't meet his and yeah there was sex and there was attraction but that that's why it, it petered out after a year because uh -huh. that's all it was <clears throat> but we shouldn't be speculating about it you know well, because because no, it's, right, it's, right. It, it's important for the character yeah. because it was made such a big deal like they each went through a breakup she lied it's important yeah. to now give her a redemption of like here's why i lied you know and they kind of do but they leave these holes in it that the as an audience member we shouldn't be speculating about it like so it's just a weak point in the story um but, but on the on the flip side though like yeah we know that she cheated on dom and like they just grew apart but we also don't know what Dom did to like maybe contribute to his breakup. We don't know if he was, you know what I mean? Because I just think maybe the filmmaker didn't feel like those stories were important. Perhaps. I which, mean, which they had time to add it in because it was only 82 minutes. Well, but to, <laughs> to that point, though, like another weak point for me was from what they did show us of Gia. I mean, we got to know Dom pretty well. We didn't really get to know Gia. But from what I did see, I could not see them together for six years. I yeah. mean, it makes sense because sometimes there are people that are not super compatible, but they stay in relationships for a long time. So it's not a huge problem. But just when I saw their chemistry, when I saw who she was, I was like, I, I just don't buy, you know, it, 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 or maybe that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Six months. But, yeah. but she did say like people change, so she could have changed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure we all have exes. If if we introduce people to our exes, they're like, "How were you ever with that person?" Y'all yeah. don't seem compatible, bro. Let me um share a personal story real quick because it fits this perfectly. And you guys actually don't know this, but speaking about nice girl, I, this was the story of my life before I got married. Like, oh, you're so nice and interesting, or this or that. But they would never commit. There was this one girl, bro, that I was talking to, and then I had I think stated you know, my intentions, like, look, I like you, this or that. She was like, yeah, I don't want to jump into another thing. Can we just be friends? Can we just take it slow? You know, this or that. I'm like, sure, that's fine. Um, so in that period, in that, in that season of getting to know each other, you know, just friends, strictly just friends, nothing romantic. We're like at a party one night or whatever out late. Um, I was like, oh, it's pretty late. I think I'm going to go to the beach and like watch the sunrise. She's like, oh, that sounds really fun. I think I'll go with you. So we like, fun. yeah, we go get supplies. Fun. Like we stop by her house, get like blankets. She gets a basket with food and everything to hang out. So we go to the beach. We're hanging out there, just talking this or that. Um, at the end of it, 
um, or like the later that af after we watch the sunrise, go home, part our separate ways. She like either that that same afternoon, like texted me or maybe a few days later, she was like, um, why didn't you try to kiss me? <laughs> I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> uh, why yeah, didn't you try to? Uh, anyway. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I had a boo. I wish I had a boo on the sound system. Boo. Yeah. Um, boo. Anyway, back to the film. This was certainly one that um, I was glad to be watching at home with subtitles. <laughs> because I'm just saying there's probably a few things that I would have missed um, with the, the different accents yeah. that we saw. Especially when Whoa. they got to the, uh, the, uh, the British Jamaicans. Oh, boy. <laughs> They were so slang heavy too. Oh my good lord! <laughs> yes, that was tough. But yeah, no, I'm telling you, man, I live on subtitles, bro. Captions, I'm all about it. I put them on, make them big. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I want to see. I need to see it. Not an option at the at the theater, though. No, not this is option. on Hulu. I know. I know, this but I mean, Hulu, when you go to the theater, oh, it's not an option. I know, but and and I've I've learned, man, like. As I'm getting older, like these movies are getting worse, or maybe just my hearing's getting worse. But it just sounds like every character has marbles in their mouth, and they're just like some can do it better than others. But man, for some reason, when it comes to just like the dialogue and and the audio from the actual characters, it's like, what is happening? Y'all using the worst mic for the most important people? I don't mm -hmm. understand. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't know what it is. But um, aside from the best friend, Eric, who I thought was really good, I also really liked um, Jules's new girlfriend, whose name was Tabby, mm. um, the Asian girl in the movie. Um, for some reason, I thought she was really funny in that scene yeah. in the apartment. <laughs> she had she had some really good lines. Mm. Um, and, and you, her menstrual cup with that thing was killing me. What did they call it? A midnight cup or no? She moon, called it something else. Moon, um, moon yeah, cup. Moon, yeah, something. Moon like cup. But I was like, that's so disgusting, right there. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> the old moon cup. Um, can we? So Nathan is an artist in this movie, and yeah. Nathan is the type of artist that likes to take pictures of, um, I guess different body parts of um humans and so the beginning of the movie we're blessed with a bunch of pictures of uh people's mouths and the inside of their mouth and just around their mouth and their tongue mm -hmm. and their teeth and um, a lot of gums a lot of gums bro, i have never seen so many deformed lips in my life the lips everywhere. I was like, are those real? Like, was this person shot in the mouth? Like, what happened? I don't understand these pictures. But yes, there was a lot of good. But can we talk about the end? And the um... can you can you recreate a picture for us though on your screen? Just like yeah, you're yeah. doing the shots from Skymarink. My, my, my favorite one. This is my favorite one. Ready? Hold on, let me get it. <laughs> Hey man, that's how someone looks. Yeah. That was it. 
And Isn't yeah. that the one he bought? Isn't that the one he bought or something? It was so probably, weird. probably. But it looked like the the lips had been like a cheese grater had went over them or something. It was just weird, man. It's just weird. And then you get the the butt pictures at the end. He just takes pictures of butts, and um, that's art, well, that man. That's that's, that's, that's art. That's, that's well, that, that was kind of funny when that one girl was like, "That's me, by the way." That's, that's me. <laughs> She, you could go ahead and look. No, go I don't want to. No, go ahead. No, go. She got. Ahead, she look. got angry. She's like, look at him. Like, look in my butt. But <laughs> those scenes really transported me back to my twenties because we went to a lot of art galleries with Joey, and they got it right, man. There's the the band playing, you know, the instrumental music <laughs> in the corner. You know, someone going around, or there's a table with like cheese and crackers and little cups of wine. And just things and on a the bunch walls of pictures that... of butts. Yeah, <laughs> I will never forget. I think I went to you. I, I went with you to this one. There was um, a guy had a couch, and this couch oh. was used uh, for people having sex, and he recorded them having sex on this couch. And then he just had this couch for display, and then he had a video of these people having sex on the couch, and I'm just like. Why? Weren't Why? Why? Stains all over the couch. Yes. Yes. Oh my. No. Oh my. Nothing. That was disgusting. Well, how is that art? Like, I don't understand how that's art. And here we are, pictures of butts and mouths, art, yeah. tongues. Oh man, that tongue that was zoomed in, that was gnarly looking, man. It mm -hmm. looked like it was a fish scale, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, it was very interesting. But I laugh because I'm like, man, that really is art. Like, you're you're not popular unless you're doing weird things like that. So, those pictures will forever scar. Well, no, the mouths, the mouths more than the butts. The mouths were weird. All those pictures, man, uh, forever scar me. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of, even though I watched an uh, interview with the director and she did this intentionally. And she had a good reason for doing it, but aesthetically, I didn't like the look of the wide lens that was used. It reminded me of a fisheye lens. That was my other gripe with this movie. Yeah. She, so it she was, was saying that, she's saying that, like, it's almost like giving you peripheral vision, right? So she's saying, like, she didn't like over-the-shoulder shots for conversations. So she felt it's more realistic if you're, you're talking to someone and you're looking at them, but through your peripheral, you're still seeing what's going on here. This guy's walking with a crate. You know, this person's buying something. So that was the feel that she wanted to create. But it just seemed like a, you know, Missy Elliott 1998 music video. It just didn't yeah. work for me. I don't care what's in my peripheral unless it's like coming at me. So why do I need to see that in a movie? And and but and she used it often, mm -hmm. often like that that lens, man. And it mm -hmm. was it it really <laughs> that camera angle that that camera lens with the music of just the the random noises. There were some scenes I was just like, oh my gosh, this is just. Yeah. Um, but the chemistry of the characters didn't pull me out of the movie mm -hmm. right? right so I, I i have to mention that like while yeah. those things were jarring like that fish i was jarring yeah to the bitter end it was not well, enjoyable 
And I think what also didn't take me out of it was that even though I didn't like the use of that lens, what was in the shot, I still liked, you know, it was, it was colorful. The streets were cool, you know, like, so the setting was still good. It was just the use of that lens was not effective in in my opinion. Yeah. If we had more things going on, in the peripheral and not someone just walking by then i can i can justify the action but if you're just using that to show normal ambiance and just you know hey you're on a street and this is the feel we don't need that like because that's yeah. not the point of it the point of mm-hmm. the scene is what they're doing how they're yeah. what they're conversing about how yeah. they're conversing how they're acting mm-hmm. like that's the point they're the point we don't need to see everything else around you yeah it, uh-huh Oh, did you guys ever see a, a show called New York Undercover? I used to love New York Undercover. Yeah. Bro. Come on. I've never seen that. In between shots, though, it would have this wide-eyed lens of, like, the city and things happening. And that's what it would remind me when it was, like, they were talking. I'm like, and it pulls you away. I'm like, hey, man, this is, like, New York Undercover. I can't focus on anything. Because, like, I yeah. want to look over here when I should be over here. Well, and, and to Mark's point, I think that in a in a story that's this grounded, you shouldn't have those type of visual effects that that s- distract from just what's happening, you know, because it's not that type of movie. It is not a Michelle Gondry movie where, like, you're in a dream and then you're in a fantasy and then there's cartoons and then there's talking fish. And, like, it wasn't that. It was a very grounded movie. And that effect just was just odd thrown in the middle of it throughout the film. Um, off 10 yeah um this was her first movie right or no her first feature yeah so she's probably just trying to say hey this is going to be my style here come 15 more like this (laughs) this is her lens flare (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess we'll have to accept it for what it is um i do give it credit though because um this is a very modern story um and yet I appreciate it that it wasn't full of like Gen Z jargon or lingo or ideas, you know, it, it, it still felt very relatable, even though the characters are young, you know, they're living in today, you know, it's, it's been a long time since I was, you know, in my early twenties. Um, but they didn't, they didn't drown you in you know, just trying to be super relevant, super contemporary to what is, you know, culture and what is cool today. I mean, it was still dressed that way, but at least the characters and the dialogue weren't so wrapped up in that, that you're just like, you know, this is just for, for another generation. It's not for me. It still felt, you know, very broad in that sense and, and relatable even, you know, for me or for us. Yeah, so I appreciate no. that. What What do you I think agree. about the way they handled Mona? Who, because who well, Mona was a trans, but like, oh. but they didn't make a big deal about it. It was just a character who was like, yeah, because you were saying well, that. I don't know if it was about. if it was a trans character or a um, gay a drag queen. Well, yeah, this is true. Um, but I like uh, I like the character. Yeah, but I like that they they didn't harp on it. They didn't make a big yeah. deal. It's like. Hey, we need that key. Well, what am I gonna get? Yeah. So, yeah. Nah, I like. I thought. I thought it, it was actually like, um, 
I mean, it that character, that actor played his role well. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed his time on screen. It, um, it fit. I don't know why. Yeah. It just fit. Like, it didn't feel out of place. I didn't roll my eyes going, oh, here we go. Yeah. I I guess, you know, it it didn't seem over the top. Yeah. You know, yeah. he is a karaoke bar. I, considering the character. But... <laughs> well, they're clearly very artistic, right? Yeah. Like, Yaz is a co- costume designer. Nathan is you know, a photographer that does these. So it's, it's, it's very believable that within this sphere of friendship of our artist, you know, there's going to be people all over the map. It'd be different if it was like three guys sitting in a, in a bar in Milwaukee, you know, and then they're, they're you know, that's probably not as likely to happen in that setting. That is a scene I want to see though. <laughs> like a bunch of guys, like uh, uh, the Matt Damon character from uh, Stillwater, just sitting around, <laughs> and then they got this best friend. Hey! <laughs> oh, that scene writes itself. See, that's yeah, yeah that's good. That's good. Um, like that. So again, I had a, a, an interesting experience watching this movie because I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, it was nice and at 82 minutes, good runtime, entertaining, funny, very likable Beautiful characters. Runtime. Again, what's unrealistic to me is that you could fall in love or come to love someone within 24 hours. To me, that fits more under the category of infatuation. Um, again, not to say that that can't happen. It's just not likely. And I think that Again, we see this from Hollywood. We've seen it. And I don't think, I think even myself as a young person, I was affected by it, you know, creating these unrealistic expectations of what love is or what I expected out of it. So not, even though I was aware of that and I'm not a huge fan of that, for some reason at the end in that, in that you know, final scene and everything that was happening from him being in that other um, art exhibit um, on, you know, however many floors up he was in this building to then Yaz being in the boat, their conversation, the music playing in the background, then he's running out, rushing to her. Then she's stuck on the boat. She's not sure where it's going. They're trying to meet up. Dude, I was getting a little emotional, like in in a good way, you know, like I did feel you know, maybe a little, a little condensation or something like build, building up. And it really was, I think just, it, it triggered like just this joy, you know, it was this celebration that was really touching and moving. And again, I don't know what, how to define quote unquote, that these are, these characters are good people, um, you know, but they were kind you know, they were generous. They, they didn't have bad intentions. They had been hurt, but they were still, you know, really happy. They, they were, there were things there that just made them likable and made you root for them. And so there was just something about them kind of finally having their moment that I was very moved and very touched by it. it and it really surprised me. It really caught me off guard. I was kind of like, <laughs> what, what is happening here? Why am I having this reaction but that's what happened i take it you don't relate i think mark's on mute sorry i i i'm <laughs> i uh 
I don't know if I want to admit to that or if I want to just let you be on that island by yourself <laughs> of having some misty eyes. Admit uh, to it. Come on. <laughs> no, it did work out. I I, I like how it, it played out in the end. Um, you kind of – you're rooting for them both at that point. Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of like the cherry on top. And that's how the movie – should. that's a good movie for you, you know? Yeah. You're when you're feeling those emotions and you're you're able to start rooting for people and be like, man, it's really gonna happen. Yeah. Um they just like stealthily stack things up and build yeah. to this little pyramid that you're like, Oh, I didn't even know I was gonna feel this for you, but you don't you realize you've been rooting for them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh so even though this movie was completely uh well not completely, but there was a lot of random and quirky quirky we're gonna use moments. Um, I will say my favorite one was when they were at the barbecue and sign your name was played and the guy's like, wait, let that play. And he starts singing it, <laughs> bro. I died because I like, I grew up on that song, man. Like that was, that's a song that I've heard so often in so many places. And so like, I don't know why, but when he said, let it play, I was like, Yes, let it play, man. And I started vibing in my house. I'm like, man, yo, I literally paused the movie and went to Spotify and pulled it to watch, <laughs> listen to the whole thing because it's been forever since I've heard it. But man, that was just such a good song. But that scene just made no sense for the movie, you know? It was like, why did we just win this guy? Why, why is he singing this song? Yeah. Um, so while I did appreciate and enjoy the song. I just it was it was moments like that that made me kind of go uh, like are they it wasn't funny I didn't find that funny I was just like oh man I, I love that song you know mm-hmm. so I wasn't sure if they were trying to be funny or they were appreciating something I don't know but I think what it did was it it pulled you into like even though again it's not believable their little love story it it brought you into like hey this is what life is like you you go to you go to a barbecue that you don't know anyone at you're like Oh, play that song. I'm like, okay, this guy's cool. It's just, it was just a piece of life that you're like, oh, I can relate to this. And I think all that built onto us being able to attach to Dom and to Yaz and say, hey, I like it. You know, considering how the movie had that foreshadowing where uh, uh, Yaz gave the lie of the karaoke, um, and then later no. in the movie, they ended up playing it out. Um, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of want to look at like the full lyrics of that song, and what if there? I feel like maybe there's some foreshadowing there. So that guy was singing that song because the lyrics play out for this story that we're watching, you know. And in the long run, we were just, you know, kind of. I don't know. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna look at that because I feel like because that the movie had some foreshadowing like that. Yep. Yeah. There's there's a few instances of that. That's why I think the movie um, invites you to repeated viewings um even with some of the quirkiness like there there's um something that they were sent that they came to say that kind of um uh it kind of wrapped up the philosophy of the movie which is something that she says at the beginning it was something like i'm gonna let it happen or or i'm gonna just go with it or something like that that he then let's see what happens yeah, I'm going to see what happens. He repeats it later on, but there's one point past the middle of the movie where they walk by somewhere and there's posters on the wall that say, I'm going to see what happens. Um, so there's a lot of 
quirky and different things like that that i think you have to watch it more than once to actually yeah. try to pick up on everything that's on the screen and everything that's going on yeah definitely foreshadowing um yeah. and then well uh, i don't think the kid on the on the skateboard screaming had anything to do for foreshadowing yeah. i feel like this guy singing that song <laughs> played Dude, a little bit more to it the guy on the hoverboard he's one of the he's one of the top credits on imdb why yeah it's the hoverboard guy he kept popping up throughout the movie hoverboard guy that's awesome um but i was gonna say um see now that i didn't i didn't i didn't notice him multiple times i think i think it was in both of the art gallery like at the art gallery at the beginning and then at the one at the end they he like Mm. opens the door to to get into it and the guy slides out like really quickly. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's uh, um, pretty good, dude. I was impressed with the one shot where he's like in the, it's like in a, uh, a theater. I think it was when he's watching like the they're acting it out like a play, and then the audience is all full of doms. I just I wonder how they did that. It's just 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 green screen. I don't know. I mean I. Maybe, but usually how that works out is they have to record him in every single seat, true, acting yeah. out, and then they just layer it over and play yeah. it together. That's yeah. usually how it goes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could CGI that, but that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, it's easier so. just put on a tripod and you just sit yeah. in every seat and act some stuff out. Yeah, it's crazy. And considering man. how long, huh? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. But I was just saying, considering how you know how quick that scene was. That also makes me think that they did it that way, because like mm. you say, you record five seconds in every single one of those seats and then play it again. That's a, that's yeah. a wrap, you know. It's crazy um, how much in, in movies, like how much time goes into like a sometimes a one second shot. Yeah. You know, if it's like from a high angle, you got to set up all your camera equipment there. You got people there. It's probably hours of work to get like a one or two second shot. It's crazy. And then imagine like a place where they use multiple different like um, uh, locations, you know. But he, you're going to, you're going to Germany to record in this area for for two mm-hmm. minutes for a five second shot. Yeah, <laughs> it's always crazy. But yeah, that's 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 how it rolls. Um, did, dude, this was one of my favorite quotes of the movie by mm-hmm. Jules. He says, just because I know how to rock a kimono doesn't mean I won't F you up. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, see, for Jules, I wasn't sure if, if, if at the end of the day he he he's a he's like a D-bag or if it's just like, you know, she wasn't I, I don't know, up to his part, because you know, those artist types are always weird, you know? Yeah. And even even the interaction they had with him, he was weird. Yeah. So they didn't really they really did not play into that breakup at all like we have no idea what happened well with that. and what they did show of him was mainly from her perspective when she yeah. was describing the breakup which it's it's impossible to know how much of that was real right yeah um, he seemed like a pig like he didn't want to be with her but then she's like oh I'll, you know i'll give you a blowjob he's like oh hey yeah. hey that's that you know uh-huh. And then the only time we did see him, of course, he's 
he's pissed because they broke into his house. Yeah. But there is an interesting detail, which makes me think that he's not such a bad guy. They just weren't right for each other. But that Tabby, his current girlfriend, um, Yaz, Yaz says at one point that she was his life coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah, that, that was funny. But that works out. You know, that, that makes sense. Yeah. If this person is really going to steer me in the right direction, why wouldn't I want to spend the rest of my life with him? Mm. Um, all right. Well, that's pretty much all the notes that I have about the movie. Um, I do have some fun facts. You know, I actually it. have my own. You jumped, you jumped the gun there, my friend. You said you said have fun facts. I just go. My brain is liquefied. What were you well, going to say, has Mark? A fun fact. Mark has I was a fun saying, fact. I actually have a fun fact myself for this movie. All right. Well, what I said was, I'm ready to go into fun facts if you guys are ready, unless you have anything more to say. We don't need to hear the song. I see you queuing something up. We don't need to hear the song again. Kevin, instead of answering yes, he's ready. <laughs> Kevin played the song. Well, what's your fun fact? Oh, so um, going back to the barbecue, um, the auntie said that Dom can have anything he likes except for the J. Ray. Mm -hmm. Now, J. Ray and Nephew is a Jamaican um, uh, company that sells uh, liquor and not liquor. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 is it vodka? And um, I worked for a company that actually produced packaging and shipped throughout the Caribbean for J. Ray mm. and Nephew. Oh, That's nice. my fun fact. Mm. So it's a vodka? It's not a rum? Rum, I'm sorry. Yeah, rum, rum, rum. Oh, that. Jamaican rum. Jamaican, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Sorry. Unless, so, there's some, unless there's some Russian they, Jamaicans running around. No, no. They had the white rum. That 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 J. Ray mm -hmm. was like 80 proof or 100 proof or something like that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Did you ever get to try That's any? My... You ever get to oh, of course. Home? Oh. Of course, bro. I still have bottles to this day, man, because that stuff is so strong. You mm -hmm. take a sip and you're done. But they drink it over there like water, bro. Water. Clean your car engine with it. <laughs> They're cleaning out their heart and their car. Yeah. All right, Kevin, what's your fun? That was fun. What's yours, Kevin? I have one. I don't know if you're going to mention it. So. I'm oh, gonna you, so you're going to you're going to you're going to de defund his fact. Do oh, no. I, I, I want to see if he mentions it. If he doesn't, then I'm going to come no, in. No, say, say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. There was another. I okay, want you ahead. to debunk him. Go ahead. Do you have a fun fact about Colin Firth? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And how he was in the movie? That's not fun. We saw him. Colin yeah, Firth was in the movie, but the burrito stand that he worked at was called Love Guaxually. <laughs> so, so funny. <laughs> Well, I I would say it's more love, uh, guacchally. Guacchally, yeah, that's what yeah, I meant. Guac. <laughs> yeah. English is my second language. Okay. <laughs> English oh. is my second language. I feel like I should have said that the very first episode. <laughs> but, uh, fair enough, fair enough, fair so enough. So I do get I, mixed I, up sometimes and mispronounce things. I did enjoy I did, that. I did find myself saying, I hate guac, but I want that. <laughs> I want that shirt. Yeah. 
Um, dude, there wasn't there wasn't much on this. The only other thing I can tell you is that the film premiered at Sundance Film Festival. Not that fun. The day <laughs> wait, wait. Here's a fun fact: it premiered there the day before my brother's birthday this year. Stupendous. It's kind of fun. I guess it's more fun Fantastic. than when Juan delivered it. It's more fun than hey, it debuted at Sundance. <laughs> no, that's that's it, that, that is day? interesting because exciting. it's an independent film from the UK. All right, fair but, enough. But yeah, but Sundance is like chock full of indies. Yeah, and again, but that's why again going back to that soundtrack, that is why it's interesting that they have all those songs in it because it's independent. Yeah. They didn't have. I couldn't find any information on what the budget for this was, <laughs> but. You know, either some people did them favors or, you know, to, to get a, a, a Tribe Called Quest song cannot be cheap. They also had some John, uh, what's his name? But, yo, it could be out of that that point where it's no longer, I, what is it, like 20 nah, years? it's like 60 years. 60 years, like from the point that they die or something. Oh, no, God, but it's no, it's... Yeah, but it's also probably the, the rights to use in a movie. For even though we love a tripod quest, isn't probably astronomical. Mo speaking movie wise, it'll hurt my pocket, but movie wise, Maybe. it's probably it's not like any U two or Rolling Stone song on there. No, and, it's the most and, overrated band. Yeah, and also Ooh, like U two, U two. There's some hate, but um, also she directed music videos, so she was probably in the industry, was able to like new people get get little discounts, use the Groupons yeah. and all that. Yeah. Them coupons go hard, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. Those were fun facts uh, for Rye Lane. With one. Now, I will begin the um, rating portion of the show. Just to remind everyone that we rate on a Little Jerry scale of one to five. One being uh, we hated it. Five being... One being zeros being, and ones. <laughs> we absolutely loved it. One to five Little Jerry scale. Here we go. Uh, so for me, I did mention some of the weak points of the movie. Um, Yaz her uh situation with her boyfriend which informs part of who she is uh a little bit underdeveloped um the use of the wide lens uh was just uncalled for um as well as a few other things but not huge knocks overall still a surprise a very uh enjoyable movie with a with great characters um a good uh cute Again, uh, romantic uh, and a fresh take uh, to some degree on, you know, romant the romantic comedy. Um, so job well done. Um, for me, it's a 4.5 out of 5 for Rye Lane. Interesting. Um, I'll go next. I, well, I was I, I, I'm next, right? Oh, boy. Money yes. in the bank. Yeah. Okay. This one's a bit tough for me because I am I'm against decimal points. Um, so 
I'm, I've, I've been battling this whole episode, hoping someone would sway me left or right, but that did not happen. Uh, this movie is cute. I don't know if that's been mentioned, but it is a cute movie. Um, there are some mishaps, like the beginning soundtrack, whatever plays at the beginning when the movie starts. I really, like, that noise just made me think that this was going to be a, a, just a terrible movie. Um, so that, I feel like that's, that's an issue. Like I shouldn't be hating myself for watching this movie two minutes in because of some crazy music that's being played. And it just didn't fit with the scenes. Like as the scenes would go and we would get this music, it just, it didn't fit well. Like, you know, there was no rhyme or reason, no theme or anything. So, um, you know, that, that was tough. The fish eye, I really, I, I did have a problem with it. It didn't take away from the movie. It didn't at all. Um, the uh, the point was still taken and heard from those scenes. But it's just, it was frustrating to watch those because, you know, just if the fish, yeah, the fish eye is just not, it's not a good look for, for a whole movie. You want to use it once or twice, fine. But, I mean, it was chalked chock full i mean it was just all over the place in this movie it just it was uncalled for um those two things make me want to put it at a uh a three but i find myself recommending this you know to someone you know kristen watches with you she wanted to watch it i but, feel like um, she would like it I told her I, I watched it. She walked in on me watching it. She's like, oh, I wanted to see this. Yeah, I know. I, I told her I think she would like it. I, I do think she would like it. Um, so I'm probably going to end up watching it again. Um, but I, I feel like four is too high. You know, four is too high because while the story wasn't bad, it also wasn't – I mean, it wasn't nothing to call home about. It wasn't that funny. It, it, it had some – moments where I shot some extra air out of my nose, but I wasn't like, you know, slapping my leg laughing. Um man, we're 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 observing a wrestling yeah, match between is, you and a decimal point and I'm on the edge of my oh, seat no, with there is who's no, gonna that's pin the who problem. that's the problem. There's no there's no decimal. I mean uh, they're going three, three or four. four. Okay. Yeah. And I, it's just this is, it's but tough, a three point five is gonna it's gonna that's gonna be right in your sweet spot. Embrace that. No, but I feel like that's, that's the, I I feel like a three point five is an is an insult. But I feel like a four is just too high. I so need a number that three, doesn't exist. Three point seven five. This is the beauty of the decimal point. You <laughs> could go three point nine. You know, I just kissing, I, kissing that. I think four. I gotta go a little potpourri, bro. Three point seven nine eight three six five nine two one. You know, just so I could feel better about myself. <laughs> I'm a um, just so you know. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do it. I, I'm gonna go Juan. It's four, four little Jerry's for me. I feel like, especially that I, I feel like I'm, yeah. I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna end up watching this again in the next couple of days, and I, I do find myself watching it again in the next couple of weeks. So um, that alone, bam, four, four little Jerry's. Gotcha. Good Enough choice. gripes to keep it at a four. Good. So um, good. My, my turn. Mine's not gonna be such an epic battle that we just saw. Um, it was cute. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I will recommend it to people. If anyone says, hey, I only have an hour and a half and want to watch something, Ryan Lane it, buddy. I'm like, you'll thank me later. 
Um, like I said, I'll recommend it for guys and girls. I think it was, I think there's stuff for everyone to enjoy in it. There's things that we can nitpick on if we're looking at it with a cinematic, cinematic eye. I don't think most people will. Most people will be like, hey, I enjoyed it. Um, so for that, I'm, I'm probably with Juan. I'm a, I'm a 4.5. Mm, very nice. Oh wait, what'd your what'd your mom think of it? My mom did not see this. I watched it this morning when no one was home. <laughs> no girls, no mom. Wow. Is, no, this no, a, is this a Wolfpack special with with the girls? <laughs> this is. If it wasn't for that scene on on his phone, it would be like, oh, I know that. Piece. I'm like, it, like I would watch this with girls, but for that, I will not watch it with them. Yeah, but um, yeah. Like, oh, we, and, and it was, yeah. No, like I had to go to the gym and I was like, oh, let me watch this movie real guy. And I knock it out. Did it like that. Loved it. Again, and it was fast and fun. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't go back what to the fast penis. Fast oh, Juan, wait. Juan's got penis on the mind. Let's go. I have to ask because that was so weird, bro. That is not a normal thing for guys to do. I've been to the bathroom. Plenty of times with my friends, with strangers. Yes. And you know what it looks like here. I'm going to show you what it looks like. Me and Juan go to the bathroom together. This is what he sees. Yeah. <laughs> so that's ahead. it. Or, or or you look up and out. <laughs> Not ahead. even. Not even. Not even. I'm so turned over. Juan can't see anything. Dude. But it, it, and I thought they, they, they were, I thought the way they were going to do it was like, you know, Maybe something dropped and he looked and so it, it entered into his his eyes eye line. It wasn't yeah. like that at all. Like he was straight up like, I'm so curious about what, what you're packing. Were they dressed <laughs> as Harry Potter? <laughs> it no. looked like I think they were at school. Oh, because they that, had like the whole... I, I think that's how they like it dressed school. Um okay. but yeah, no, I laughed at that because I've never I've never I think in my whole lifetime, I've only ever wanted to see the balls of another man because he had a hernia and his balls were like this big. So it was just like more, I, I got to see this, this, this Marvel, like, yeah. this is incredible. Like your intestines are in your scrotum right now. I need to see this. Yeah. Um, and outside of that, no, I've never seen. Um, and uh, I mean, unless, unless you've got, a hernia, I probably am not going to want to see what, you, what well, you got packing. And then if they were in school, then that happened years ago. So yeah. he's, it either was so Did glorious grow. that it just mm -hmm. became ingrained in his mind or he's seen it m more than uh -huh. once. Because he I recognized mean, considering it. Considering they're and... peeing like that, they've probably seen it multiple times. Limit. If if you see one, it's, it's going to be burned in there. <laughs> You're like, whoa. And that's it. Whoa. Never forget that. What do they call it? The one-eyed snake? Yeah. 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 And that is what they call it. All, All right. right. And on that note, uh, we'll leave you with that image. Um, we will bid thee farewell. Um, go and watch Rylane. Yeah, go and watch Rylane. It's streaming on Hulu. It's only 82 minutes. Um, very satisfying yeah. for that that, that length yeah. um please remember to you know again check out the all the links in the description um follow us subscribe make sure you never miss an episode and uh if you want to you know support us and share share like help us shoot up 
rankings so that other people can discover us, but also you go ahead and share it, post it on your timeline. Um, if you like it, you know, retreat it, add a little comment in there. Like, Hey, check these guys out or really enjoyed this review really, really helps us. Um, uh, we appreciate it, but yeah, we love you all. Thank you. Um, and with that, I say, uh, later haters. Love you. Mark.